ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> TNMP, the Nerdy Misfit Podcast, with your host, with your host Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Oh ho ho! Merry Christmas, <laughs> Happy New Year, and whatever other uh, holiday you may celebrate. Yeah, welcome to Actually, our. When does this come out? T- tomorrow, so this December twentieth. So this is two episodes. This would be our episode before Christmas. We the episode before the Christmas. second last episode of the twenty twenty three for the Nerdy Misfits here episode eighty five. I think, and this will be our first. Of hopefully many, and we're gonna call it something. Creative name to be determined, but I'm gonna call this our first calendar year of the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Crazy, and it's gonna be a little bit of a a recap of 2023. Exactly, we did something similar to this at the beginning of 2023, but it was mostly what like stuff we read in January and like bits and pieces of what we did in 2022. But this episode particularly is gonna cover some more of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Exactly of a calendar content. year. Uh, yeah, of the content stuff that we've seen. Or read or watched or played or... Yeah. Exactly. Was, there's a lot of things that we cover, so... Exactly, and it's a... I feel like a fitting first start will be this announcement, which if you're a fan of the podcast, then you know what we talk about. This specific franchise, at least every other podcast... <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Jump Fest just happened. Yep. Was uh, on the weekend that just passed. And out of left field. Very much so out of left field. I just, I feel, I don't know. I wasn't, I can't say I was on Reddit looking for any leaks or anything, but I feel like it would have been trending beforehand if that was the case. But we got a new One Piece anime announcement. The One Piece. Which is going to be a One Piece remake done by Wit Studio. If you're un- unfamiliar with Wit Studio, they did the first three seasons of Attack on Titan. They've done Spy Family. They did the first season of Vinland Saga. Pretty solid studio. Definitely a solid studio. And they don't do many projects at a time. Yeah. Usually it's maybe one or two tops a year. And they do well. They put in, you can tell they're a very passionate team. They put in a lot of effort, a lot of work. And they put out good products yep. and it's hilarious Matt and I were actually recently at a Christmas party together and I was actually discussing with someone who is a One Piece fan that it would be cool to see a remake of One Piece done well not that toys done bad no it's just they've caught up and they've just kept going not exactly caring that they caught up instead of taking a break doing filler doing cover series they could there's so many things they could have done except keep going which is what they Mm -hmm. decided to do and the quality and pacing has dropped significantly due to that since probably time skip a little yeah a little bit after that so when the pacing really gets bad so this is supposedly a remake because at first i was concerned maybe it would only be just the first arc first saga similar to the movie that toy did yep where they released a redone, so higher quality, which it still looked 
jank. I don't know if mm. you've seen the East Blue Saga movie. No, I've heard like of an, it. It it doesn't. It's not. It is higher quality, but I'm not a big fan of the art style. Luffy's straw hat looks so massive for some reason on Weird. his head. But yeah, so we got an announcement that Wit Studio will be doing an anime, a, a basically a whole new series. Yeah, I'm imagining it'll be seasonal. So probably wanna, similar to every other big series. Question for you though, when what? it comes to this, is that do you do you think they're almost pushing One Piece too much right now? And the reason why I, I say that is because I think Netflix has spent a lot of money on getting the IP that is One Piece. Yeah. So you kind of have to. And I don't see any One Piece fan complaining about having a, That's fair. a a bigger studio in terms of quality. I understand that part, yeah. And this will give obviously new people a chance to jump into the One Piece. That's the biggest thing. But people who are fans of the live action will now have something way less intimidating to approach. To watch, yeah. And it will be much higher quality. Because the other thing is, not only do you have to sell this 1,000-episode show that isn't done, mm-hmm. you also have to go back to 90s-level animation, which is tough for some people. There are a lot of people who are not big fans of that 90s, early 2000s style that just won't suffer through it. The other thing is, I'm not expecting expecting it to be a panel per panel remake. Yeah, I do expect them to Change basically improve a, a lot of the pace. Yeah. I, it basically, I I feel like what studios are going to do one pace. They're just going to I 100 percent agree fix with the that. pacing. Fix the pacing. Um, take I, out things that you know we're not going to have that issue where half the filler. episode is flashbacks and like the Davy back fight's not going to last forever. Exactly. It's actually just going to be the normal. Yeah. I'm pretty sure three games that it is in the manga. Yeah. I feel like they're going to do it properly. I think the, the metaphor that I kind of have is like, if you ever watch the CW shows flash, I feel like almost every episode, it was like last time on the flash. And like, that's what one piece basically feels like sometimes right now is because to be it's fair, that's intro. always, they always have done that. Yeah. It's even like one, but Naruto it's, too. Naruto. It's like a four minute atrocious. intro. Five minutes before you even start exactly. the, the content. But the biggest issue with One Piece currently is that you get that five minute, you start at five, this is what, 21 minute show or something, and you have five minutes in, you're finally starting the show. And then there's a flashback to last episode. Yep. Just in case and you And it happens didn't over and over again yeah. throughout the episode that you already got a recap for. Yeah. And that's just because they have to, they have to fill, fill the 21 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So. I also think that this could push Toy to do a better job as it's you think going. So? Whether that means they slow down and try Take to compete a break of some sort, because I have no idea the legal hoops that must have gone through for. Because Toy is obviously a been bit, making yeah. the One Piece anime for twenty five years or whatever, twenty years. I don't even remember. Twenty five, I think. Yeah. So they've been doing it forever. Yeah. And now you have a new studio that's doing, basically, gets to learn as you're still going. Yeah. So anything, peop, I know a big thing that comes to mind during Wano is they started to do a lot of flashy effects. Yeah. And a lot of people were not big fans of it. To be fair to Toy, they did say, okay, we'll tone it down, and they did fix that. Yeah. But that's something with Studio gets yeah, to look like, at and be like, we're like, not we even going to do that. that. We're not going to touch that. Yeah. My biggest excitement, and <laughs> the craziest part is, it won't be forever. We won't see it forever. No, gosh, no, is, no, no. I just want to see some of the biggest fights that I enjoyed in the manga Animated done well, well. in yeah. the post time scale. I'm thinking Dress Rosa, the fight with Luffy and Doflamingo. Mm-hmm. I found that fight to be very disappointing in the anime. I'm super excited to eventually see that. Clean. Hopefully, they get to that point. Yeah. That fingers crossed that 
it does get to that point. I do think it'll be hilarious that we could potentially have three One Pieces airing at the same time. We could Everything be, I'd see there the could day. be a live action uh, season yeah, coming toy out. And then wild toy and then Which the, is crazy to think about. While the manga's still being written. Yeah. The other while big, random movies are still getting made. Yeah. The biggest and the biggest part is by the time Wit catches up, fingers crossed, that they can do the series the whole time. Yeah. I don't want to see another attack on Titan where Issue. they have to give it up. I would would love for them to be able to do the entire show. And the biggest part is by the time they catch up to where Toy is right now, might be almost done. the manga might be done. So they won't have to do worry about ending. They have so much content, they probably don't ever have to worry about catching up to the manga. Exactly. In comparison to how Toy's doing, which is nice because another big complaint that we were talking about at this Christmas party was Toy could just stop doing weekly. They could just be like, yeah. you know what? It's maybe we release two seasons a year. Exactly. But no, we uh, it's still a weekly series, and it will be nice to just see it take more of that. My Artistic hero, Roach. My hero, Attack on Titan, etc. Yeah. A lot of big series that benefit greatly from being okay. Here's a twelve episode. If you're lucky, twenty four episode season. You have to wait till next year to get mm-hmm. another twenty four or twelve eps. Do we know who like the voice actors or anything are? Like, are we getting? I haven't new seen ones? that. It could, I'm assuming a lot of fans probably want the originals, which I'm sure they'll be more than happy to do. One, you got a job for life. Yeah. And now your job for life is just your same job for life again. Exactly. But they are getting up there. A lot of the Japanese voice actors. Because when you're doing a character for 25 plus years. Yeah. And same with the dub, the dub crew. A lot of them have been doing it. And a lot of them... I know some of them live in LA and some of them live yeah. in uh, Texas where do you Funimation think they is. would be a weird thing where they got the actors and actresses from the live action to do the voice dubbing? That'd be interesting for for the uh, English crew for sure. Yeah. Um, like I feel like there might be a little bit of backlash for that, but for me, let's we'll get Johnny. I love Bosch to do I it. love both of the both the dub and the oh, sub. Beautiful for, dub for Everyone, One Piece. Really, I think. Yeah. I think that it, it's tough. I do like, I know some people think dubs are cringe and sometimes they are, mm-hmm. especially earlier on in the series uh, where Funimation first took over. But I love Christopher Sabat as Zorro and I couldn't see anyone else being yeah. Zorro for the English dub. But we'll see. I'm open. I'm not yeah. someone who's super You're not critical. the elitist and be like, it has to be this person. No, yeah, I could totally, I'm totally down to see new people take up the mantle and this for me makes one piece starting to look like the batmans the spider-mans exactly where it doesn't have to be portrayed by the same people every single time let someone else take on that mantle and see how they do with the the character and how they make it their own exactly which could be very interesting to see in its own right i agree but yeah Uh, felt like we should mention that that is a 10 minute one piece rant announcement which was just Honestly, so unexpected, but also yeah. just, I don't know if there's a lot of One Piece fans out there that aren't excited to to have a new, I don't want to say better better anime because it feels unfair to, to toy animation, yeah. but a new perspective, tw- a new twist, a new, a new outlook. outlook on how, how One Piece is and exactly. potentially new ways that a different director and a different team 
sees the fights or exactly. sees how the characters would act. See exactly. their vision of how they want to portray. Yeah, hockey even how they're going to look. To be honest, like that's going to be a little bit different too, right? I think that's the other thing. A lot the art style for One Piece is tough for some people to get into because they do find it to be a little bit more. Yeah, especially cartoony, in the nineties. But in the night, yeah, and the aesthetic of the nineties kind of. So I think maybe this is also a way to bring in some of those people that are like, eh, iffy about One Piece and bring them in. Um, my last point about the new anime will be, I wonder how they speed it up. Because we've talked about this when we talked about One Piece, but early One Piece would not probably survive in today's age. Yeah. Because it takes a while to get to get ramped up. So I'm wondering how they ramp it up quicker. Do we see yeah. some cutout content and see a lot of One Piece fans get angry? Or is it just the way they're going to handle it? I feel, like, I feel like it's just going to be slightly more condensed. I think they will take out some stuff, personally. I don't think anything, like, big, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Well, maybe nothing major, but they could just accelerate a lot of the content to get to a certain point. I could also see them take the Oshinoko approach, where maybe they do a big episode, a big hour-plus episode to get through a lot of the early content to then get them on the right page, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm also curious how this is we'll going see. to affect manga sales in the future, too. I feel like it's safe to say um, we'll be watching it whenever it first comes out, and we'll be reviewing it. Exactly. It'll be an anime that we talk about that'll come out on a season, and there is no doubt we'll be seeing Yeah, that's 100%. Exactly. All right. But yeah, so I guess <laughs> since we're talking about One Piece, we'll, we can start maybe on the anime... Anime side? Anime manga-ish yeah. front. Stay in Japan. Yeah, yeah. we'll stay there so before we, we jump come around. back to North America here. Um, so, so yeah, so what are some of your favorite things you watched this year? Some things you didn't so, um, like this much year? Uh, I checked. Did not finish a bunch of shows. I started a lot of shows. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like, I'm going to be mentioning uh, the shows checking, I checking, checking my mail, and I began a ton of shows. Yeah. Given, given them a lot. Some of them three episodes, some more. Just a lot of them have not been finished. Finished entries on my anime list is around 15, 16. But let's start. Well, I guess we'll start positive. Let's start positive. We'll start positive with some of the favorites. Vinland Saga season two aired in winter 2023. In my opinion, it's up there already for, I shouldn't say already because that came out literally the first season of the year. But for me, it has held, held on to potentially the anime of the season for me. Okay. I thought the studio change to MAPPA was concerned. And as we finally figured out with good reason, but uh, they did a good job. It was beautifully animated. The pacing and the flow was great. And just the story of Vinland Saga is just so beautiful, so pure. And I thought they did a fantastic job of portraying the manga for it. So that Solid. is definitely up there. Uh, Oshinoko came out spring 2023 with a bang. Um, the first episode definitely... Blew people's socks off. I think it dropped off, has dropped off a bit now after the season finished airing and people have caught up or read the manga because it does kind of turn into... It takes a left turn where people are expecting one thing, I think, based on the first episode, and it does take a turn towards a different form of story, but it's still solid. Hell's Paradise, the third um, of the big uh, the Dark Trio... Being Chainsaw Man, 
Hell's Paradise and Jujutsu Kaisen. So we got Hell's Paradise this year, also by Mappa Studio, who does all three. Fun fact. And it was definitely solid. I feel like it went under the radar for a lot of people, but I don't. I didn't find that it did anything egregious. I thought it was definitely solid. A little bit of a different twist to uh, your shonen, your typical shonen yeah. story, which I liked. Jujutsu Kaisen season two, which is still currently airing, has been fantastic, even with the hiccups towards some of the later episodes when it comes to how Mappa has been treating their staff. Yep. And then the final one is uh, Freyrin, which is currently airing still. That's fall 2023. And that's the the show that's currently ranked above Fullmetal Alchemist on Mal, if you check that. Um, yeah. But it's been above it for since it started airing. Yep. And although I don't buy into the hype of is it a 10, I do think it's animated beautifully. The character designs are nice. I find them to be a bit more on the classic fantasy style, but it's just a really chill and I don't know. It's just, it's got this different vibe to it than just your typical fantasy anime where we're following an elf and the elf has outlived her original party. Yeah. Original traveling party. Now she kind of has starts to begin creating a new party even you could argue against what she wanted. Like she didn't really go out to seek this party, but mm. she now has one. And it's just, it's kind of a very beautiful story about just life. I feel like in general and how short life can be. Cause obviously to the elf, the a human life is nothing. Yeah. So it is, it is a very sometimes depressing, <laughs> but also there has its moments of happy. It also has its moments of a little bit of hype with some action I just I have I have found it to be a very unique a more unique perspective of a story than our usual fantasy which has been nice. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, what about about you? <clears throat> I know I mean, that you haven't seen a ton. Yeah, anime has been rough for me this year. I've um, done a lot of reading. I've done a lot of reading as per usual and just this year especially in the last 5 months like outside of the podcast has been hectic for me. Um but we we can save that for yeah, next week. Professional in a professional aspect. In a professional aspect too. Um, but we'll get into that in a different episode. Um, for me, just manga, sorry, anime wise, I haven't really watched too much. I mean, for the positive, I would say Hell's Paradise was yep. great. That was one of the seasonals I watched like weekly. I was pumped for it. It was great. Also, it, I mean, we've talked about, but Matt has a, I wouldn't say uh, you, you definitely enjoy different portrayals of like gods and yeah, exactly. And Hell's yeah. Paradise definitely has its more unique variation I on think what the Hell's gods are. Paradox in general is Hell's Paradise is unique in itself because of the unique character designs because this every I, the character concept is, of this island in general. Exactly. You know, what is this in quotations Hell's Paradise kind of situation, right? Exactly. And just like the fact that like without spoiling too much, like you're following characters. Yeah, and you don't you know who don't, the, you don't know who the main character is. You don't are. know who the main character is and you don't know which character is safe and what character is not. Which is similar to Jujutsu Kaisen, but it's different in a way that in Jitsu Kaisen, you know who some of the main characters are. Yeah. It's just that there's no fear of killing them. Exactly. And this, you're just like, okay, who is the traveling yeah. party? I am confused. Yeah. There's like three or four different things. Off, but I'd have like, to say Hell's Paradise for me too is the flow was really well done because you're following four different mini stories at once. 
it didn't feel choppy. Like it didn't yeah. be like, oh, it we didn't don't feel s- like my hero where you're kind of, you're really, not, you feel yeah, really bounced. Exactly. Like you're following four different stories. They're bouncing between each other at a reasonable pace. It's not like this story point happens and we don't see them for four or five episodes or four or five chapters, whatever. It's like, this is going on. Meanwhile, this is going on, but don't worry. This is still going on. This is, should still be in the back of your head. So I thought that was really The story well is still going on. Yeah. Whether we're showing mm-hmm. Kimi, uh, was it Kimi Maru? Kimi Maru? Kimi Maru? I can't remember his name. I know, I know what you mean, but yeah. The main Shinobi. Yeah. But like, if, if whether we're following his current party yeah. or whether we're following someone else, that party is still doing something. Exactly. The world is still Growing progressing. St- exactly. Yeah. The, like a, the story like, was just flowed really well. It's like well. the difference of some D&D campaigns where you can run a story that's more railroaded and everything only happens when those characters are there. Or yeah. you can run a story where those decisions, whether the characters know it or not, reflect, impact the world. Exactly. Where things, you could leave a city in distress. And since you did that, maybe that city doesn't exist anymore while you've been traveling. Exactly. Which is, yeah, it's definitely unique, I think, in Hell's Paradise. I, I do think it went way under the radar, though. I do I, agree. I thought I don't for think sure it got it as much bigger. hype as it deserved. I'm excited for season two. I'm not happy that it's getting a season two. It's so. kind of the opposite. Chainsaw Man got so much hype, but I feel like the anime fell a bit flat. Yeah. Like maybe people weren't. Well, here's part is the animation was nice. The story was good. The dubbing and subbing was go- both really well done. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was definitely a solid, solid anime. If you haven't, if you're a big Shonen fan, especially more into darker tones then and that's up your alley yeah man, it was definitely a solid choice that, that's it for your anime yeah that's basically i mean for the good things yeah okay yeah so i guess we can talk I mean, about well some... we can talk about like suzume like that was really well done i'd probably that suzume was in comparison to the recent the yeah, past couple films not as strong bit of a disappointment but if we're doing it from 2023's perspective but only, it was fun it was fun still beautiful yeah music was great I just felt like it was a weaker story mm-hmm. overall. So, but I wouldn't say it was bad. I wouldn't put it in my bad list. No, exactly. Um, but for less impressed, le- disappointed for yeah. anime, we've got, for me, I've got Mashal. Yep, same. Um, I know I personally have read all the content that was covered in the anime. And I just, it could be part of that I've seen it. Yeah. Like I've already read it, so it, that impact. But it just, I feel like it fell really flat. For someone who's not even read the manga and is watching the anime, it's just on hold. Like, I'll get to it, but I just don't care enough. Yeah, we do have a season two coming out. That's what I mean. Well, no, it's, I think it's a movie and then a season two. Oh, we're going movies, eh? Yeah, that All whole, the like, are going the movie route. Um, silly, but anyways. Then I got Zom 100 for not the reason in which the anime is bad. No, because the animation's good. The story's great. But for the unfortunate... Hiccups. Yeah, the unfortunate scheduling and issues that have come within the animation yeah. part of the show, which is obviously it's been taking multiple breaks, which we've talked about. Hey, rather the show come out properly and well animated than poorly because the animators were rushed exactly. or whatever. It's it's more just it was a show that was picking up a lot of steam and it felt like it, it has hit a brick wall and I feel like we're, we're finally seeing it return. I do feel like a lot of the hype has probably fallen off, and I feel like there's going to be a lot of people not watching the show now. So, not bad in sense of I'm a t- like anything wrong with the animators or anything. Just yeah, it was definitely an unfortunate circumstance of this this year for anime. And my last thing is Mappa Studios' treatment of their animators. We've talked about this a few times on the podcast, which is. 
Mappa just snagging every big IP they can, and we're just we were just waiting, basically, to see when they would start faltering. Yep. And the cracks were starting to form. We saw it in JJK where animators were going to Twitter or X to basically Voice just their air concerns. out their dirty laundry yeah. and they because no one else is going to listen in the higher ups of Mappa. They don't care. They want the, yeah. it to be put out and. Their the animators are coming out saying that was thirty. The one episode was thirty percent of what the the goal of the episode was. Yeah, and they just weren't given the time. So for me, that's a big L, big L on yep, Mop for Mop's case for just you know, as people would say, those animators are cooking. Let them cook. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. if that means you know taking a week off, another week, week off. two weeks off to make sure that it only looks better for you. Exactly. If it's a better yeah. content produced, so. Ridiculous. But that's not what uh, all of the investors and stuff care about. Nope. They want that money. Money, money, money. So yeah, that got, uh, that was probably... That just adds to the list. Yeah, yeah. Big L. Um, in terms of manga, uh, I just got to say, One Piece, JJK, they cooked all year. Yep. The You know, they. I can't say I was disappointed in really any chapters. Yeah. They were just... Solid chapters. Blown away. Now, it's harder for manga because... I know Matt's read some older manga this year. Yeah. I've read, I've been reading some older manga, but only going through it. I'm not done them. Some of them are pretty long. And then on top of that, just a lot of weeklies, but I just want to reflect that those are two weeklies that I've read that are been yeah. fire. The Berserk chapters that have come out this year have been great. And then the only true negative, see, the problem for us when it comes to manga is we're not reading enough to really be like, oh yeah, that was this. But yeah. one, I was disappointed. Shouldn't say bad, but disappointed. Someone who was not cooking, who should stop cooking. My Hero Academia. Yeah. Just yeah. Can we just finish this arc? Yeah. I wanna while you while you discuss this, I'm gonna pull up the arcs to see when it actually started. What chapter it started on. It's just It's funny because um Jujutsu Kaisen has had a very long fighting arc, fighting a big fight that has happened in the current arc that lasted a good few chapters. Um, but my hero, same, same fight, same battle going on, and it just feels never ending with a few pretty major arse pulls, if you will. And I've personally just, I'm getting a little, little bored of it. And that's even with taking breaks. Like I have not, the difference is from One Piece and JJK is I, I'm excited. I am reading spoilers. Like that's how excited I am to read the next chapter. Yeah, exactly. My hero, I can go, I went two, three uh, months. Three months, yeah. Without reading a single, and then I read, and then I'm like, I feel like I shouldn't have. <laughs> I, not, not necessarily shouldn't have, but I feel like it did. I didn't even wait that long because nothing's happened. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say disappointed. Obviously, I'm still going to read my hero until the end. Mm -hmm. You're committed. But I was not blown away. Yeah. But yeah. So I um, that's kind of my disappointing for the manga side of things. The The problem with manga is I'm going to just drop it if, for the most part if it's something I'm not into. Mm -hmm. um, I've been reading uh, My Dress Up Darling. Uh, I've been reading as the new volumes come out, so I'm not caught up in what's released but i'm caught up with that with what's physically, physically released. released yeah 
So I've been, that's the other issue. I've been reading a lot of series like that just to slow down on some of the series. So I'm not getting burnt out by yeah, how much content I'm definitely. taking in. But what about you, Matt? Was I know that you've read a I'll few series. Sk- I'll skip. Yeah, I'll, I'll briefly go through this. I mean, for like weeklies and stuff like that. I mean, One Piece hits every single week. Um, there's been some solid new weeklies come out. I know you stay away from the new weeklies until it gets some tread. If like you know, if it doesn't. Yeah, I give it about once. Like it, once they hit about thirty chapters, is when yeah, uh, just crank out those exactly, chapters. Yeah. One that stands out for me is called Wild Strawberry. I've been really enjoying that one. That one gives me like Demon Slayer meets Tokyo Ghoul vibes. Okay. Where the main character is basically like has that half, I'll just call it ghoul for the sake of this, but like a half ghoul kind of situation. But he has the premise of wanting to somehow make his sister human again. So it like mixes the premise of Demon Slayer, but with the premise of Tokyo Ghoul. Um, the stylistic choice gives me clean Tokyo Ghoul vibes. I have okay. to particularly say clean because I can actually see what's happening when different creatures are fighting. Yep. Um, so there's that. Um, obviously, One Piece. Um, otherwise for like when it comes to manga and stuff like that, I mean, I'm slowly reading through things, but things that I finished, the obviously older things, um, this was the year I read, I want to eat your pancreas. Oh yeah. So that was a really great read. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then I obviously do like the light novels, um, which I'll throw into the same category. So like, this is the year I started the, the modern Goddard series. Yes. You haven't watched it, but you haven't started. I watched clips of the certain fights, certain fights and toothbrush scenes. <laughs> certain fights oh. and toothbrush scenes. Um <laughs> but yeah so I started those which is really good um, and then another one honorary mention I should say um, that we've talked about on the podcast was the two mangas uh, 17 to 21 and 22 to 26 right um, which are just short story short manga collection I guess of the creator of Chainsaw one, Man yeah one shots of one shots that's from the word those yeah, year, yeah from those years yeah yeah, so those two obviously stand out the most to me. I mean, otherwise, I've been reading through, like, I finished all the Claymore, but it's not in my top five. I don't know. I've been reading through Assassination Classroom. Um, yeah, that's basically it for manga. I mean, yeah, same for you. The The negative manga would be My Hero. I feel like you also felt like Chainsaw Man was a bit slow, Yeah, okay, or... yeah. So Chainsaw Man, I can't remember. If, was it at the beginning of this year that it finished? Yeah. Seri- no, part one? No, part two started this year. Okay, so part two started this year, and yeah, it fell flat for me, but like, I just didn't, I'm I not even heard, caught up. I'm not caught up. I have heard it's that. It's getting better because better. he's back being the main character. Another big thing that we personally haven't read, but Boruto's been popping off. Uh, so Connor hasn't like, read Boruto. I have. All of uh, what Kishi's written so far yes yeah so uh people been... baruto finished this year and then they basically came with baruto shippuden the manga Yeah, and that's what people have been popping off it's about. not bad it's adding new mythos and stuff like that and it's one of those things that if kishimoto wasn't doing it i wouldn't care as much you say that but you were already but i know but no i started reading after kishimoto came back but you were already interested in boruto before that yeah but i am a completionist when it comes to worlds which is not something i'm trying to hide um Rose has been pretty solid. I wasn't going to mention it because it's not in my top five, but like it's one of those things that I think the new chapter comes out tomorrow or the next day. And I'm like, I'm curious what's going to happen though because of how they did like a two or three year time jump and they're finally bringing plot points back that well, his no assistant lo- wrote. It's no longer just this is Naruto's kid who is just Naruto and this is Shikamaru's kid. It's who's finally just his Shikamaru. own story. It's now this is Boruto. Yeah, this is finally Boruto. It's Boruto all grown up. Which kind of feels like 
the way it should have been from the beginning. I feel like it was a massive crutch having all of the original Naruto characters yeah. being there because then you're relying too much on them to yeah. carry the series. No, Boruto has finally become his own yeah, character. It's officially, you're here because you're here for Boruto. Yeah. And you have to like Boruto. To like this sequel can't series. can't be relying on cool Sasuke yeah. stuff, cool Naruto stuff. A lot of the OG Naruto characters aren't Present. really in it. Yeah. Obviously, because the new Hoka, you know, stuff that's happening. But yep. anyways, I digress. Moving on. Um, uh, do you, did you read any really comics or anything? Do you have a list for like comics or anything like that? Or I can spit through this quick. For yeah, me. I don't have anything too crazy for comics. I'd say because I've read a lot of older stuff. Yeah. Um. Obviously, we I read the Batman story that you lent yeah, me. Yeah, White was, Knight, which was really good. Very good twist. Um, nice retelling. Yeah, it's always way. nice to see how people want to tell their version of a character. Exactly. Um. I'd say comic book wise, Matt's been lending me some comics. Yeah, definitely we, excited to see where the Titans go. Yeah, is probably the one I would say is the highlight for me so far. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I'm a big Nightwing fan. Uh, I feel like both of us watched the original Teen Titans when we were growing exactly. up. Exactly, and we've yeah. always both of us have been a Nightwing fan since New Fifty Two, which yeah, is about it's just well, and they're ago. doing it. It's been solid, and it has yeah. a nice little twist to it, and um, I'm digging it. Exactly. I would agree with that for single issues. Um, obviously, same, same for you for like the White Knight. thought that was a really good twist on the story of um, of Batman, which we've discussed briefly over the podcast, but I definitely definitely recommend uh, looking up Batman White Knight. For and, a few, and the preceding uh, And the two stories, sequels, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's a very cool universe. Really cool. And it's it's one of those things that if you know the basis of Batman, you're good. Yeah, like, sure. and that's all you need to know about. Like, it's well, not. You don't need to know. Yeah, you don't. Need you don't to need know to know the fundamentals of the Court of Owls and, going, Bane and what's and, going on with DC. Exactly. You can just read it. Separate universe, nice yeah. and clear story. Um, otherwise, other comics is just Batman Beyond, the Neo Year. I thought that was pretty neat. Seeing uh, a good future storyline of Batman Beyond after Bruce Wayne is dead, and how does Terry go forward with not having the technological the advancements and yeah. not having the proper mentor? Of crazy Batman rich himself. dude exactly yeah um ones that kind of fell flat for me this year when it comes to comics i'll read through this is uh the money morphin tmnt crossovers they were fun story was kind of really meh in my opinion and uh yeah otherwise yeah that's basically that for comics i read a bunch of comics this year a lot of the different like oh you know one that fell really flat for me is jurassic league which was just clickbait yeah <laughs> i'm sure we'll be doing some catch-up i expect us to talk about the uh the spider-verse yeah story yeah once, at some point uh, next year once we get that out yeah i feel like there'll definitely be an episode in the next month or two of just because i actually have a lull period in the next yeah, couple weeks the big thing is we're not reading stuff, a lot but... of single issues no because honestly comic books are expensive right now it's expensive especially to... when you live in canada yeah it's expensive to collect single issues so we're much more on the side of i know matt has recently upped his uh got back into the marvel app. subscription which seems like a pretty good way but obviously not releasing si- the most up-to-date single no it's the uh, two weeks two months behind i think which isn't too bad it's not too but, bad but that's only two issues behind essentially yeah but and still for for certain content we sometimes we just wait for the hardcovers exactly you know and the benefit of the Cheaper, app although is, still expensive it's still expensive but, but not bad and we can read just the whole story. Yeah, and the go app through. is good to go through and be like, oh, this is the story. And the thing is, if if it's a story I enjoy enough, then I'll pick it up and then I'll probably either reread or I'll give it to Carter to read and I'd hear his opinion and stuff like that. So, so yeah, I'm sure once Spider-Verse comes out, 
there's a good chance I'll probably pick it up and we'll give it a review. Exactly. Yeah, we need to. It's get definitely the, something that interests us. Just yeah, not the enough. Return to, of Dan slot and just just not uh, enough to pick it up. Weekly, yeah, single issues is just expansive. And we're busy. It's we're very even though I live around the corner from the comic book store. That's what I mean. Busy. Like you live around like yeah. close to the comic book store, and it's still tough to get there yeah. weekly. And it's um, just you never want to disappoint your comic book stores if you have a pull and you're like, oh yeah, don't worry, I'm coming. Yeah, it's just a. It's not a guilt trip, but it's like it's just it's awkward. Obligation. It's awkward if you've, you've it's been a while. Yep, we've had we've both had those moments. Yeah, for hey, sure. I actually don't want half these comics anymore, and just yikes! It happens though, and they the, nine times out of ten they understand. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, books. You didn't really read too many books. I read, read Percy Jackson, read the, the first Lightning Thief. I read the first book of the Percy Jackson series, which yep. was good, and just in time, really, because as of recording this tomorrow. this week, tomorrow, tomorrow apparently is the tomorrow. release. Of the, are they releasing it as like an entire? Uh, I think it's two episode release. Okay. Yeah. We'll be getting the Percy Jackson show, which Matt is beyond excited for. I'm trying to get my hopes up, but yeah, I'm pretty pumped. And thankfully, it would it would appear that they're only covering the first book, so I'm. Yeah. Lore wise, I'm good. <laughs> lore wise, you're set. Uh, I'll spit through some of the books that I read that I think deserve a mention. Is a book called Creative Act: A Way of Being. It was like 76 just familiarities of like how to be creative and how to say creative. That was written by Rick Rubin, which I've talked about on the podcast. He's like a famous music producer. Right. Um, we talked about him. So that book's up there. Anything by Emily Henry. I've read three of her books this year. Happy Place, Beach Reads, People Meet on Vacation. Nice little rom-com style book. Um, my book of the year, though, is a book by Neil Pasarisa. Um, he's known for a bunch of different books, but the, this particular book is called The Happiness Equation. Want nothing plus do anything equals have everything. And this helped me out a lot this year of just understanding like where I want to be and like my stuff moving forward. So I think that book just... I would recommend anyone who's kind of in like a weird spot or like trying to figure out what to do next, I would recommend reading that book because it just, you know, re- made me reevaluate a bunch of stuff. Um, and then books that I didn't like this year is basically just one. Um, I read the Divergent series for the first time this year. Um, I've actually been t- talking about watching the movies. I have watched the first movie. I have not watched the second or the third yet. Not that it, the third one has an ending because the, the third movie did so bad they never finished it. Yikes. Yeah, they want to do like a Hunger Games thing and split the last book into two movies. Except uh, the first, the third movie did so bad they just never made that fourth film. And they were going to make it into a direct-to-video sequel, except none of the actors or actors were like, going to come back. Feels like they had too much competition in a very similar genre at the 100%. time. 100%. It was Maze Runner time, Hunger Games time. Like It was the, the yeah. pit of young adult book adaptations. Uh, but anyway, so the third one... With dystopian worlds. With dystopian worlds. Yeah, yeah. The dystopian future stylistic <laughs> thing. That's just on top, you know? Yeah. Um, but so there's three books in the series. I read the first one, Divergent, and then I think it's Allegiant or something is either the second or third one. I don't know. There's three books. But the first two books are from Triss's point of view. Okay. And there's a love interest named Ford. Oh, you've talked about this on the podcast. And then the third book just decides to split into two points of view. Yep. Okay. Maybe the author got bored. (sighs) Maybe. But what the heck? Like this just. You weren't a fan. I was not a fan. Like you can't do a book series of like following one perspective. And I'll then show in the you. Last I'm book, writing a book series now, and I'm doing twelve books, and I'm just, changing it on the last one. Just, just mess with everyone. <laughs> the only exception for that is if the main character dies. Nope, they'll be alive. Nope, I don't like it then. They'll be well and good, but you won't know <laughs> <laughs> until I get to the twelfth book. Um, yeah, so that one just 
That's the end of that rant, because I could rant about that dang freaking thing for so long. But I digress. Anyways, moving on. Movies. Movies. Our last and final, I would say big topic. Let's, let's actually, so obviously we both are, have different RPG campaigns going on. feel like we have nothing negative to say about that. They've both been pretty positive. You've been cranking out. Yeah. You went from... I went from having a single session, two sessions if, last year. Yeah, to I just Last through. night, we just did session 15. Yeah, you've been cranking through them. So, so we're in a month break now. Both, both so. both, yeah, December was going to be slow. I feel like that was always going to be the case. It's mm-hmm. harder to get, hard enough to get people together when it's not busy. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like we should just mention those have both been very positive for the year. Been crazy. Been good. Been crazy, been good, but and now we go on to uh, films because I don't be, games wise. I didn't play. Unfortunately, I didn't play any twin games. I'll be trying to play through Baldur's Gate, which I can I'm gonna try and play through Scarlet again for the new two DLCs. Yes, I haven't played the DLCs of the Pokemon. I um, there's just a few games I need to catch up on, yeah. but I'll be playing hopefully through Baldur's Gate during some time. Well, you played through Hogwarts Legacy. That is true. Um, I wouldn't say it was the best game, but it also was a solid game. Yeah. But played a lot of just typical game stuff. I played a lot of League of Legends. Yeah. Played a lot of CS before CS2 came out. Played a lot of CSGO. Um, and just some random games. I've been getting a lot more into uh, roguelite, roguelike uh, games. Uh, they just... More chill, very lot for the most part. A lot of them are pretty chill, so mm-hmm. I don't, you know, don't have to take them as seriously. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I'll be trying to play through Baldur's Gate. I still have to get through Zelda. <laughs> so there's a few on my list that maybe yeah. when I finally finish them, I'll talk. We'll talk about them. Same yep. with the Pokemon DLC. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, films wise, though, films there for was... me, this is this is the f- the year I've went to the theaters the most in a year. Yes, uh, same probably uh definitely up there um some better than others some better than others so i feel like let's <laughs> let's go off our uh let's let's save the nerdy stuff the nerdier aspect being superhero movies yeah. for the for the later half i'm just going to open up with oppenheimer was good probably okay. my favorite probably my favorite movie that i watched this year mm-hmm. it was deserved all the hype my opinion. Worst movie I watched in theaters. This is what we're going off of. Probably the Hunger Games movie. Mm, I haven't seen that one yet. Was not. Worse than The Flash? Yeah, but I'm going off of non-superhero movies. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're keeping that separate. Got it. Um, Yeah. Uh, probably the Hunger Games movie is probably the worst movie. Okay. Um, Got a lot of hype. Don't think it was worth the hype. There were some good parts of it. I felt like the story was just bad. Some of the the way characters ended up acting in the story yeah. was just not great. So that's fair. But obviously, that's personal opinion. If you're a huge Hunger, Hunger Games, Games fan, fan, then and you finally, you know, it's new content. I, I, as a fan, I can of multiple series. If there was a Star Wars movie out right now, I'd be seeing it. Yeah. Do I have faith in Disney to put out a good Star Wars movie? No, not, not really. Right now, no. But I would still go and watch it because it's Star Wars content, you know? Yeah. There's when you're a fan of series, I totally get it. Sometimes you just want more. And if you're Matt and you're a world lover, then that's like You have to. Yeah, that's like, oh wow, we get to see how like how certain 
people came to power and how what the earlier Hunger Games that's the type of stuff Matt loves exactly but yeah that goes into my not so great how about you for non for non super movies in the theaters and like just in the theaters or just in general like well if it's new okay yeah so a couple of new movies that come out like Netflix I mean yeah, I watched sure. uh I think it's called Family Switch. It's like the Freaky Friday premise. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just it was okay. That's probably the worst movie I've seen this year, for like movies that have come out this year with the Netflix originals or like Disney Plus originals and stuff like that. Um, it was just a weird like yeah, Freaky Friday. The parents became the kids. The kids became the parents kind of situation. The dog became the baby, and the baby became the dog. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we're like all of us are the classic. God, ever really, you know they understand the whole premise of family and Christmas and of course, wham, 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 of course, wham, wham, of course. You know. So that was probably like the worst movie. It wasn't a bad movie. It was still a fun movie, but uh, best movie. Ooh, this is hard for me. Uh, Are we honestly, see some recency bias? No, I'm not okay. actually. Um, a solid movie actually was a film that was on Netflix called Love at First Sight. Who was in that? Uh, no one really big. Uh, <laughs> oh, those are my favorite. Um, but I, why I liked it is... Um, it was the way the story was told. It was t- from two different perspectives as the story flowed together. And it's just like a very much cliche, like two people meet each other for a split second and then they try and find each other kind of thing. Sure, yeah. But like the story was really good. The story was straightforward. The characters were good. The good character development. The overpassing of the characters was really well done. Cinematography, editing, like I had no issues with this film. Fair uh, enough. So now superhero <sighs> stuff. Boy, this was a tougher year i'll start you know what let's start with the bad so so the flash guardians of galaxy yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so we got i think shazam came out this year too by the way <laughs> did it actually I, i'm pretty sure the, the 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 shazam movie came out oh crud it did yeah so yeah we did fun fact we didn't watch that one i didn't anyway um it definitely didn't do well. That's wait. So that means there's four DC movies coming out this year, and Marvel only produced three. Y- yeah, but hey, it's not a bad thing. Of those four DC movies, one of them was good, which we'll get to. Um, yeah. So for bad, I feel like there, there's some contenders. We haven't seen Aquaman. Aquaman comes out this week. Yep. It lucked out of our recording of this episode because we can't rate it. <laughs> exactly. But. Um, considering we didn't see Shazam, it kind of leaves only a few options, and I feel like the crowning jewel is Flash. Yeah. In terms of that of worst <laughs> superhero movie. That, yeah. And right up there with it, honestly, Ant Man. Yeah. Because I know you're not a big Guardians fan, but I can at least appreciate that as its own movie, it's decent. It's a decent movie. Yeah. It still hits that Guardians, like that that everyone has liked from the Guardians, that the original Guardians. It's still, throughout the Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, this is obviously probably due to having the same character, the same actors and the same director throughout. Yeah. But it's really kept that magic from the first one. Definitely. The just big thing is for people that want to see the MCU progress, it doesn't bring that with it. Yeah, exactly. So as its own movie... It's a good movie. Yeah. It's just not a great MCU movie. Correct. So I can't say it's a bad movie. Yeah. But Flash, I can say it's a bad movie. It's a terrible, it's just garbage. <laughs> it was, and we've talked about this when we talked about Flash. Yeah. It was such an opportunity to really 
begin this new era of DC movies. And it just failed. And it dropped the ball so, so hard. Didn't bad. even bother to try. No, exactly. It did not. Like they, I feel like they spent so much money in just advertisement. Like, guys, Michael Keaton's back. I That's care. where their money went. Yeah, so that was an L. Aquaman could be an L. Could not be. We don't, it's gonna be. <laughs> Shazam could was most likely an L. Most likely an L based on the budget and the box. And Ant Man and the Wasp were just. It had good moments. There's so many. The problem is there's so many Marvel films now. Yeah, it's hard to that when you are so just generic. When you're just yeah. When you're just so okay. Yeah, that was a superhero film, I guess. But don't if it ain't break, don't don't fix it. But like it's bad. But it just. There was nothing that really stood out that made it good. Yeah, exactly. And the, I'm just not a big fan of the way they've been handling um, the villain. Yeah, not that that matters anymore. Which, yes, fun fact. Kang actor Kang no is gone. Thing. So, yeah. al- although not well received at all in general by a lot of fans. So, it, yeah. it feels like it's a I, blessing in disguise yeah, probably exactly. for... for marvel studios to have this 2024 where they aren't releasing a lot of content to really and no writer strike and to really think what do do we want to do and how do we want to do it hopefully this year of 2024 they can take that step back and start producing the content that everyone expects from them exactly and i'm not saying it's easy no, gosh, no. The original phase, that original three, four phases, three phases. Four. Four phases. Yeah, technically yeah, four. Technically four. We're, three and a half. Yeah, we'll say three and a half. The, that's, that is going to, you created this mountain that is going to be so difficult to recreate, yep. to re- recapture that magic, especially with new actors and new characters. The next generation, really. So I'm not saying it's easy. And no. I'm, I'm not surprised that there's been some bumps in the road on this new journey. Um, I feel like it's also worth mentioning. I don't have the Marvels on my bad movie list, although considered a flop. I just don't think it was as bad as people made no, it out. No, I don't to, think it was. Either. I don't think it was as bad as people are making it no. out to be. I think it was a bit unfair. Do I think it was the best Marvel movie? Absolutely no, not. Mid tier. Yeah, mid-tier. I just don't think it was as bad as people are making it out to be. Agreed. There were some definite fun parts of that movie, more fun parts than Ant Man. Yeah, and Guardians Three. And I just think it deserves a little bit of a better chance. And I, it was nice to see MCU TV content, Disney Plus TV content, make its way into the MCU. Yeah, more than the content. MCU outside of the WandaVision thing. And I thought it was a pretty nice transition of how they handled it. So could have been better, of course. Could have done better in theaters, absolutely, but it doesn't go on my bad list because I don't actually think it was bad. Yeah. Shall we go to the good? Uh, yeah. I mean, same Is there here. Anything Flash, else you want to throw just, bad? Just Flash. Anything else you want to throw under the bus and run it over? I mean, we've talked about. Oh, I also have down here in general Marvel Studios L year. <laughs> it is a bad year for Marvel when Definitely it comes to box offices. Definitely not the best because. Even if we give credit where credit's due, Guardians, as a standalone film, pretty yeah. solid. Marvel's, okay film. Ant-Man, a little bit lower than the okay. A little bit lower, not, but definitely... the worst, but, you know, it's a lower mid-tier. Felt repetitive. Yeah, like we've seen it before. 
Show-wise, what did we have? She-Hulk? Show-wise, we had uh, Secret Wars and Loki. Sorry, Secret Invasion and Loki. And we have What If coming um, out next oh, week. What If's coming out, yeah. Um, I would say Secret Invasion was... Eh? It was not that great. And that's the problem, I think, with the Marvels is I feel like we have some conflicting stuff going on between that yeah. tv show and that movie yeah the fact that you have to ask which came first it was nice to have M ms marvel jump right in yeah to from tv to movie but then they go from a different tv show and it's almost it, ignored heads yeah with the the what was going on in the movie so that was very strange um loki we've talked about it it was a it was actually a good show it was yeah, a, i think it ended good a good show with a unreal ending but also, kind of in the grand scheme of things, you can kind of just throw it in the and pretend it never existed. Pretty much what you can do with Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So, yeah, just not the most impressive year yeah. for Marvel. It's nice to see next year. They don't have as much stuff coming out. What is it? One show and one movie? Something like uh, that? Echo is in January, and I'm assuming we'll probably have another show later on in the year, maybe. Yeah, we could get an announcement maybe later. But We'll see. I'm just going off the piggyback of Marvel too. We'll just talk about Disney quick too. Like they came out with two Star Wars shows. I mean, Ahsoka and Mandalorian season three. I mean, we've talked about those in the podcast about how those were. Mando season three was okay. Yeah, it was definitely the weakest Mando season. Agreed. Um, Ahsoka was it pretty just feels solid. Like it takes you in a direction of just switching what the exactly narrative, but we don't on. really know where yeah. the narrative's going. Yeah, Ahsoka. Although some people definitely have complaints, pretty I loved solid it overall. I loved Not it. gonna lie, it was a good I, show. I loved it. I loved it, and our, our boy Filoni with the big, big promotion. Oh, heck yeah. Hoping to see... Where that's going to take us. How that affects future Star Wars content. Yep. It, it is a beacon of light. Yes. And for good, I've got... Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. Surprising. I'm surprised that the I'm The underdog of the under, year. For sure. I'm putting Blue Beetle as one of the best superhero films, if not the best superhero film of the year. Yeah. And it was nice to see, although similar to some superhero films in terms of the way this the film was structured, Yeah, it was just nice to see a lower listed character. Get the big screen time. Get the big screen time. Great casting. Great casting. Different culture. Yep. Um, Not your typical, typical superhero culture. Yeah. We got to see, and we've talked about it, if you want to check out our podcast episode. We uh, covered the Blue Beetle, and I feel like everyone we all liked it. Yeah, not, not too much bad things to say yeah. about it. it. Was fun. I feel like DC finally captured that. We had our that Christian fun, there. that fun comedy aspect, but still serious, serious what it role, needed yeah. to be. Um, Guardians, I didn't put down as good, but like like we mentioned, it was a solid film on its own. So I wanted to just give it its credit. Uh, it was a pretty solid way for a lot of those uh, actors and director to yeah. go out. Um, and go out, unlike Thor, where <laughs> where uh, it was kind of like, eh. Yeah. It left with that same love that went into the first film. Exactly. I, I would agree with that, yeah. And the Spider-Man across the, the Spider-Verse, which yeah. I, I, I will say I think it was a little bit overhyped. A little bit overhyped, little like could have been cut down by a little bit, but it was still solid. Yeah. And I'm o I'm always down for Spider-Man content. Yeah, as am I, hundred percent. So, 
it is nice to see Spider-Man no, not have to get big feature films in terms of like all the actors and all that goes into that. Yeah. It's nice to just see an animated film and just let's be honest. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do in animation that is all very much difficult to do with real humans. Yeah. It's part of what makes anime. Especially cool. when the. It's part of what makes anime uh, cool. Yeah, exactly. And why anime looks really jank when it becomes live action sometimes because real people can't do the things that manga and anime characters can. So it is nice to see Spider-Man animated and do some crazy exactly. stuff. I love Miles. I think Miles is a super amazing character. A lot of great Spider characters in that. It was cool to see Spider-Man 2099. Yes. So definitely, I think a little overhyped, but was still solid. I would agree with that. But it is sad that I, for the most part, it's Blue Beetle and Spider-Man, which Spider-Man is Sony and Blue Beetle is DC. Yep. Warner Brothers. That's you know what's funny? Surprising. I was looking at a list uh today and i was like what other sp like s content came out this year for superheroes and it was funny because it was like it was like a list from the beginning of january being like these are the things that are coming out this year and it was like craven was slated to come out in october of this year oh, and i was like probably a good thing yikes that's thing i think uh maybe the craven trailer is so bad yeah but is it worse or better than the madam web trailer it's worse yeah it's worse you can just argue in your head and be like, oh, yeah, the Madam Web, uh, it's just before she's old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not looking forward to Madam Web either, actually, now that you've mentioned that. But yeah, we'll talk about that in a future episode. <laughs> <laughs> a future calendar recap where we are like, what aren't we what excited about for 2024? Now? Exactly. But uh, that kind of wraps us wraps up, up a year. Basically, our first full January to December around the sun. On the Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for another... I think it's been a fun year. Fun year. As you can tell, we've had some good content that we got to experience and talk about. Oh. And we've had some bad content that we got to experience and talk about. We've honestly, the past year, we've talked about create, like different mangas, different animes, good One and Piece. bad. One Piece a lot. A little bit more One Piece. One Piece trading card game. Marvel, uh, DC. Marvel, DC. Some great comics. Some not good comics. RPGs. Um, lows and highs this year from that everything yeah i think we've had, uh, a, we've had a lot going on this year it's been a busy busy year yeah and it should be interesting next year when we have a greatly reduced at the moment at the moment reduced, reduced. schedule for superhero films yeah um, but maybe that just means we'll have more manga and anime content maybe Maybe, maybe we find we something new maybe we have a certain someone come on and we we do another uh one shot you yeah know. yeah we, maybe but, we can do other one shots too you know yeah. the potential is endless you know so thanks guys thanks thanks for happy listening happy holidays we got spread one more spread the love spread for the, the nerdy love. podcast happy holidays exactly. to all of you out there and a happy new year we'll see you this, next week for the final episode of this year 2023 which we'll not be talking about it being the final year of 2023 because let's face it Matt and I are probably going to be busy because uh, <laughs> it's Christmas this weekend exactly. basically so it'll probably be one of our tier list videos which hey we hope you guys That's enjoy okay. it. And, and we'll do a nice little New Year's episode for you guys. Exactly. Well, okay. next time we'll be recording, it'll be January most Which likely. is crazy. So from us to you, thank you guys so much for all your continued support, listening to Connor and I rant and just talk about chat about the love. most. Exactly. But you, you know, know what? We love talking about it. We love seeing what you guys have to say in the Discord. And mm -hmm. honestly, 
it does bring a smile to both Matt and I's face when we get text messages from some of our friends that are fans of the of the podcast exactly. or from the Discord and we say, Hey, I like this episode or this was a really fun. It's just it's like, really uh uplifting. Before we wrap up, I do want to share actually a text message I got in regards to that. I just gotta um it's from Christian who has been on uh the podcast before he asks arguably the most questions and everything like that which we appreciate um i get this text message from him a couple day lol just watched a trailer for madam web and oof i only know her character from what i've heard on the podcast but even without the context it just looks bad um yeah so like yeah honestly if you guys have us on social media if you're following the instagram or you have like know us personally don't be afraid to reach out and be like i just listened to this episode or you guys are idiots or like yeah if you guys want to talk about you know and it's something i want to try and get in the habit of we want to try some new things but we'll talk about it in the new year of what uh what we want to try and do what this upcoming year do, yep. um the i'd say the last six months got out a lot under, happened a lot of happened in the last few months um but yeah we'll uh we'll just we'll, we'll be back in a new year and every every wednesday we'll be here heck yeah thanks guys we'll see you next year bye The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.